Can I have your attention for a moment? Listen. We're both excited going in there, right? He goes in as consumer. He gets his thing. I go in as a consumer and an owner. Who do you think will that? This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. I officially introduced myself. Again, I'm J.R. Fenwick, and I'm the founder and CEO of a company called Flip That Stock and Hold That Stock. And... We're a technology and education company, and we specialize in teaching beginners how the stock market works, okay? And um, interestingly enough, the young lady who was just presenting asked a great question, which was like, what do you do better than anybody else, right? We teach the stock market better than anybody else. And we simplify it, and I want you guys to check out how we simplify it, okay? But let me tell you a quick story how I got involved in the stock market. So, um, you guys all have my my bio sheets there, right? So, a lot of times what I tell people is that I went to Harvard and got an undergraduate degree, and then I went to Yale, and I got a master's, and then I went to Princeton and got a PhD, and then I went and worked on Wall Street for 35 years. But that would be a big fat lie, because I didn't do any of that, right? But that's what people think you have to do in order to get involved with the stock market. You don't have to do any of that. So actually, this is my home area. I went to Hampton University. All right, there you go, there you go. Now, nah, now. Nah. So, so you got Hampton up here, and then you got Harvard and Yale and all of them down there, right? My man. So, <laughs> we need more applause than that, right? <laughs> so, um, so I graduated. Uh, with a unique degree, I graduated with a nursing pre-med degree. Father, oh, that's right, we got some nurses in the house, right? So my father was a doctor, my mother was a nurse, and they said, get this nursing pre-med degree, and then if you want to go on to medical school or dental school, it's a great path to go. So I'm on this path, I graduate from Hampton, um, and a funny thing happened along the way. I started working in a hospital, up in uh, Washington, D.C., Georgetown, or George Washington Medical Center. And I said, I don't want to go on to medical school, right? Um, so I always had this entrepreneurial bug. So I left the hospital, uh, and I found out about this job called a pharmaceutical sales rep. Anybody ever heard of a pharmaceutical sales rep? Okay, so you guys were ahead of me because about 25 years ago, I didn't know what a pharmaceutical sales rep was, but here's what I heard. You get a company car. You get to work from home. They give you a territory, you drive around and you visit doctors and you teach them about these medications that we produce. So, and the starting salary was like 50K back then, right? The average salary today for an individual, does anybody know what the individual average salary for? No, 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 I'm for the average American. For the average American, you know what is it? 50, we got 50, we got 50, we got 60, we got 60, we got 50. The average salary for for one individual in America is 32,000. Average income per household, two people is 50. I was making that in my 20s with a free company car and all this stuff, right? So, can I, now can I go uncut with you guys or do I have to candy coat? 
No. You couldn't tell a brother nothing back then. <laughs> tell me I was like, what? Company, car, all this stuff. So, you know, um, I, I'm working for the company. I'm making this money. But it, I wasn't fulfilled inside. It's like, this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. So after about three years, um, I was like, nah, I got to do something else. So I decided to start taking my passions um, and I said, I'm going to figure out a way to make some money off of Because i got to get up excited. Anybody, I want to get up excited in the morning, right? And so, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Now, I'm just, some people's feet, some people's toes are already hurt. Because I'm just stepping on some toes, some of y'all's toes. But I was like, yeah, I'm making this money and all this stuff, but I don't want to do this. So, I literally wrote on a piece of paper what's my passion. My number one passion was playing guitar. I started playing guitar at age seven. I wanted to be a professional musician. And my father's like, who was a doctor? Like, I ain't paying for that. Like, you want to be a lawyer, a doctor, I'll pay for that. You want to be this music thing, you can go to New York or L.A. or something, right? So um, I said, okay, I'm going to uh, start buying some music equipment. I'm going to make a studio, and I'm going to make an album, right? So um, I start collecting these bonus checks, and I start buying this music equipment. Now, I had two paths going here. I had the corporate path, right? And I had my, my side hustles going, all right? My passions. And they were like this at first, but then I started making some money off the side hustle. And I created this studio, right? And people started coming in and paying me for something I would do for free. They started paying me $20 an hour. This was 30 years ago. Right? You know what the average hourly wage is today? 19 to 21 dollars. So I took that studio from 20 dollars an hour up to 100 dollars an hour, sitting in a leather seat, pressing buttons because what I started doing was bringing people in to record demos for them and stuff like this. I didn't go to school for this, but when I have a passion for something, you better get out of my way. You're not going to stop me. The color of my skin, religion, gender, it's not going to stop me. So there's going to be some little entrepreneurial points uh, in here as we go through this. Y'all all right? Yeah. Okay. So, so now I got the studio going, right? I started making some money off of the studio. And it felt so good that uh, I was like, well, what else can I do? What other passions do I have? So I always wanted to learn the martial arts. Anybody in here grew up on Bruce Lee? Yeah. So as fate would have it, a buddy of mine said, hey man, he moved to town, he was a martial arts, he invited me to his class. I got involved in that. I earned my black belt in that. So then I developed a self-defense course, right? And I started teaching nurses and teachers and students, and they would pay me. So now I still got the corporate gig going, right? I got the uh, um, the studio, I got the uh, uh, martial arts and self-defense thing, and I'm like, man, I'm loving life. But here's where the challenge came. We started off like this on parallel tracks, but then I started spending more and more time on this side. And instead of being on parallel tracks, we started headed for a collision. Right? So at some point I had to make a decision as to what I'm going to do. Am I going to stay in this uh, corporate gig because now I'm up to six figures? Or am I going to get out? And I quit. Now you know, and this was 
like 15, 16 years ago. Now y'all know in the black community, if you quit a six-figure gig with a company car, benefits, right? I mean, the car, I didn't even have to pay for gas. They just, they gave us a gas card. You just fill it up. Anything happened to that car, they pay for insurance, everything. So, I go from that to telling people I'm quitting. So y'all know, already know what the family was saying, and people are looking at me at all this. But see, here's the interesting thing. Yeah, they were paying me six figures, but I was bringing them three to five million. So I'm like, man, these numbers ain't adding up. And I always saw myself as being the president, right? Some people were just happy, you know, I'm like, no, I want to be the president, right? So I end up and I leave the job. I go in my recording studio and I record an audio book entitled How I Quit My $100,000 a Year Job. Right, because it felt so good to be out of that thing and be free. I just wanted to share some of my experiences, so I started uh, putting this book out. And, and be careful what you do when you put uh, uh, something out, because stuff might just happen. As a matter of fact, uh, what is my book right here? I'm gonna have to go. Let me see if I can. And then go backwards. If I can get this to go. You just put it back here. Okay, this thing. Oh, okay. I want to show you guys some stuff real quick. Uh, so, yeah, so right here, um, I start doing all this stuff musically. I'm putting this book out. Anybody in here uh, remember Showtime at the Apollo? Yeah. Right? Everybody the original um, uh, talent show? Okay. So I always wanted to be on that. So I end up being on Showtime at the Apollo. If you Google my name, uh, go to YouTube, you'll see my video from 30 years ago. I'm not gonna tell you what happened. You said to go check it out. <laughs> Sandman is horrible. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna tell you what happened. Just Google my name, all right? Um, so I'm doing all these different things, and then I put this book out, How I Quit My $100,000 a Year Job, okay? And for lack of a better phrase, all hell breaks loose. Because people will always ask me, why would you quit that job? And why would you do this? So it was nothing for strangers or anybody, you know, to just be asking. So one day I get a call from this lady. And she just starts asking me all these questions, you know, about, you know, what I was doing, this, that, and the other. But I'm just answering the questions because I'm so used to being questioned. And then she says, okay, the article will be out. It was on a Tuesday. It'll be out on Thursday. She was a reporter for the Washington Post. And she put this article out entitled, Don't Let Your Boss See You Read This. <laughs> then they had another article in there, Rat Race Rebel Entrepreneur Office Advice to People Who Are Tired of the Daily Grind. When that came out, it was over. I started getting calls from radio stations and conferences to speak, and then another article came out, Big Wad of Cash. Because what happens when they interview you, they just ask you a gazillion questions. You don't know what they're going to print, right? Until it comes out. So this Big Water Cash talks about, um, I was the guy when I didn't have the money to pay for the studio equipment I wanted. I was the guy who spent all day in the store playing, going from the keyboards to the guitars. Couldn't afford nothing. But I knew I had a big fat bonus check coming, right? But... When I, when I got the bonus check, I cashed it, and I had a big knot in my pocket, and I went in there to, to buy this equipment, and nobody would help me. 
They're like, you ain't buying nothing. You the dude who don't buy nothing. So I took this wad of cash out. I threw it on the table and I said, will somebody help me please? And all of them came running like little mice. Like, and I was like, no, 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 that's you, that's you. You was always rude to me, that's you. Bro, you was always cool to me. That dude had a good day, a good week, a good month, and a good year when I got finished buying all this stuff. So this article talks about that. Then another article comes out, want to quit your job? Booty man shows away. Then another one came out, Arthur launches TV show. I came up with this idea, I want to have this TV show called The Kick Your Boss to the Curb Show. And, and, and the logo was a boot. A big boot with a little boss on the tip of it, like you're kicking it, right? So I'm just, I share all this with you because I'm this dude, I don't care what nobody thinks, I'm going to do it. I got one life, as far as I know, on this planet, maybe I'll come back as a chair or something, but when I'm finished, my sponge is going to be bone dry, ain't going to be a drop in it because I'm going to do it. So... So I'm doing all this stuff. So the question comes, well, how did you get involved in the stock market? Yeah, you didn't mention passion for stock market, and I didn't have any. So here's what happened. I'm building my studio, and I'm looking for this unique uh, keyboard. And so, uh, now this is about 20 years ago, so internet wasn't big, and cell phones, and all this stuff, right? So in the paper, this guy named Jeff Alexander out of the Baltimore area was advertising this keyboard. I go to uh, meet him, I buy the keyboard, and Jeff and I become the best of friends. He's a musician like I was, had a little studio. He and his wife also had a beauty salon. And so, after two years of hanging out with Jeff, out of the blue, he says to me, hey man, you're trading stock market. I'm like, man, I don't trade in the stock market. And I'm not interested in the stock market. And for the next two years, this brother beat me down every time we get. He said, "Man, you ain't no, you ain't no real businessman." Like, have you seen those articles they wrote about me? I am, you know, brother. We stick. I said, I am a real businessman. And he would just say, "You ain't no real businessman. You don't know how the stock market works." It's just, this just go on and on and on. I'm like, dude, leave it alone. He wouldn't leave it alone. But you ever had somebody tell you something and it's like making sense, right? So he was wearing me down and then he did this. We're going to a Super Bowl party and he came over to ride with me. And uh, before we left, he dropped these two big envelopes on his, on a desk, but he didn't tell me what was in them. He said, just open them. So I opened them up and I'm looking like, like bank statements. Like what are you giving me his bank statements for? But like if I hand you my bank statements, you ain't gonna read line by line, are you? You go straight to that balance. So I look at the balance, it was over a million dollars. It was his stock market portfolio. What the hell? So he looked me in the face, he said, Hey, you wanna learn now? I'm done. After the two year two year beat down, I'm like, I'm done. So so we go to the Super Bowl party. And, you know, to show you how long ago, we got flat screen TVs now, but they had the big box TV, right? And it was a pool table. There's only two things I remember from the Super Bowl party. Was a big box screen TV, I don't remember who played, what the score was. I just remember pacing back and forth in front of that uh, pool table. Well, I'm gonna learn this stock market thing. I'm gonna learn this stock market thing. So, uh, Jeff says, okay, I'll start to teach you. All right, now he lived 45 minutes away. So mainly on the phone, right? And when we could get together. And then one day, I couldn't sleep. Just a true story. I get up at four in the morning, I turn the TV on, I'm eating a sandwich. What's on at four in the morning? Infomercials. And lo and behold, there's an infomercial on talking about a stock market seminar coming to town, and it's free. 
I'm like, you speaking my language, right? Now, I knew that they were going to try and sell me something, but I'm okay with that. So I go to the seminar, right? And the first thing I realized was the guy uh, who was of another persuasion was teaching it. He didn't have no nursing pre-med degree from the prestigious Hampton University. So I knew he wasn't smarter than me. He just knew some stuff that I didn't know, right? I said, if I can learn what he knows, I can do this too. So um, 20 minutes into his uh, presentation, he had this software. And from years ago, red light, green light, tell you when to buy, when to sell, stuff like that. 20 minutes into his presentation, I'm like, man, you can shut up. I'm buying everything you got, right? Because I knew what he was saying was true because I had the advantage of my buddy Jeff teaching me. So I did buy it, right? So I bought the software and I followed the steps, step by step. And in the first 30 days, I made like 3,400 bucks. Does that make me rich? No, it did something better. It proved to me, I can do this. I can do this, right? And then something happened that was crazy. And that was six minutes changed my life. Because I went and when the stock market first opened up, all right, I bought this stock. And six minutes later, it just shot up, right? And I sold it and I made $1,000 in six minutes from my island in my kitchen. And I had a roll on. I want you to envision this. I'm sitting in there. Now, let me say, I didn't go out looking for this particular stock. I just had, because I was still learning. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and I knew the right button to click, right? So when this happened, I clicked this button. I made $1,000 in six minutes. My mind was done. I'm like, I don't really understand what just happened, but I got to figure this thing out because nobody had really told me about this in the course and Jeff didn't really tell me about this thing. So I'm like, I got to figure this thing out. So I became obsessed with trying to figure out why do some stocks go up so quickly in value, right? Um, and I started tracking everything. I went and got one of those uh, uh, notebooks, like back to school notebooks. And I'm taking all these notes and all this stuff in it. I'm obsessed. So let me just say this up front. I have like this type A obsessive personality. Like, if I want something, I can't sleep at night until I get it. I gotta figure it out. Anybody in here understand what I'm, what I'm talking about? There's a whole bunch of, y'all understand. So, so, um, so I'm trying to figure this thing out. And I got the course. Remember, I bought this course, right? Um, and so then I did what highly successful people do. You show me any highly successful person, I guarantee you they've done this or I should say have this. Anybody want to take a quick guess? Every single highly successful person has. Let me give you a hint. Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson. There you go. Isn't it interesting? Check this out. Would you agree with me that the Olympic athletes are the most well-conditioned athletes in the world? Why they got a coach? If they're the most well-conditioned and they know how to do this, and they, why do they need a coach? Maybe a coach can see things that you can't see and can keep you on that path, right? So this company said to me, now 20 years ago, I spent $3,000 for the software, $129 a month to have the stock quotes and all that come in. And then they tell me about this coaching program they had. 20 years ago, the baby package was $4,500. The top package was $17,500, okay? I learned a very, very, very valuable lesson. Y'all might want to write this down. Never, ever, ever just look at the upfront cost. 
Look at the upfront cost, but look at the backside opportunity. Because if I just looked at the upfront cost, I wouldn't be standing here right now. So I got this coaching package. I got the baby package, as they called it, forty-five hundred bucks. Right now, I already spent three thousand and a hundred, so I'm almost ten grand into this thing. Right, forty-five hundred dollars got me. Uh, it was eight. 45-minute sessions, eight 45-minute sessions over the phone. We didn't meet in person. There was no screen share. This guy sent me a workbook, and every Friday between 3 and 3.45, he would, you know, just go through the workbook. But I got to pick this dude's brain, and it was some of the best money I ever spent because I could just ask him all these questions and just build upon his knowledge base. And all I'm looking is I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in myself. I'm learning this stuff, right? So that's what I did. I got this coach. And um, so how did Flip That Stock, the, the name of my company, get started? So here's what happened. I started buying and selling stocks. I'm making a little bit of money from my laptop. And then this company called Facebook came out. Anybody ever heard of this little tiny company called Facebook? So, you know, when, you know, you go on Facebook, you make a post, and you want to see some thumbs up, right? Like, if you post something and nobody gives you a thumb, like, don't you think, like, what's wrong with me? Like, that's how they conditioned us. Like, there's something wrong with you. So I, I said, well, maybe I'll post something about this stock market thing, right? So I post, and a few people had some, gave some thumbs up. I'm like, damn, okay. So then I said, you know what? Let me tell a couple of my close friends. Because if I wanted to go play basketball, go to a movie, go to dinner, I had plenty of people I could talk to. But I didn't have nobody to talk to about the stock market at the level that I was at, except for my buddy Jeff. So I said, I'm going to start teaching a, a few of my close friends. And, um, and they were asking me to. But what I didn't know was they were telling people about me. So next thing you know, I started getting all these people and they're calling me. We heard about you. I get calls from Atlanta. The craziest call I got was from Mississippi. Like, how do you find out about it? Somebody told this person and told that person, right? So all these people asking me to teach them. Well, I didn't have a course, but I did have that notebook that was like three inches thick, right? And I said, uh, okay, I'll put something together. I'll get a GoDaddy website. It'll take about, you know, a couple of weeks. And one year later, because when I do something, I'm like, I got to do it right. And I got to make sure when I do this, people understand exactly what I'm doing. So um, I decided to, to, to start the company. And one day I'm watching uh, Flip That House. Anybody know that show? It's like my favorite show. And I realized I'm doing the same thing they're doing. But I'm doing it with the stock market. And that's how I came up with the name Flip That Stock. Now let me give you guys an entrepreneurial tip, a big one. When you have a great company name, trademark that junk. Because six months or so after I got this, I got a call from a friend. He said, hey, JR, I was on a, a domain website and they're selling your name for $600. It's an auction. They're selling my name for $600 and it's going up. But because I had the trademark, I called my attorney, my attorney contacted them, and literally within 15 minutes, boom, they had that off with an apology. So we have a great name, trademark it. Protect yourself. Everybody with me? Okay. So now we're actually going into our sixth year. We have flipped that stock members all across the country and into Canada. We're an international company, and we call ourselves Flip That Stock Nation, and we're just a family of people helping each other achieve our goals using the vehicle of the stock market, okay? So now the word is out about Flip That Stock. I get invited to speak at the Power Networking Conference, and we have the Honorable Dr. George Frazier in the back. 
And for y'all who don't know him, you're in for a treat in a little bit. So I'm the featured speaker there every year on the stock market. I've spoken at other conferences, National Sales Network, and online conferences, the How To Conference in Atlanta. I've uh, had articles written. Uh, this is one of the funnest and craziest ones. I got invited to speak at the Modern Day Millionaire Conference in New York at Carnegie Hall, sold out standing room only. That was an incredible experience. Uh, anybody here familiar with Kathy Hughes and Radio One and TV One? I was a routine guest on there. Uh, received a couple awards for helping the community out. But this is the latest article that came out where we're teaching 1,000 uh, beginners, African Americans, how to trade and invest in the stock market. So now, I just want to give you all a little flavor of my background. So y'all ready to get into it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to actually go backwards here. You guys had those sheets of paper with the six. Now what I want y'all to do is watch how I teach this. Because they say, they say the stock market is always oh, so complicated. Oh, you gotta be rich. Oh, you gotta have all these degrees. Oh, it's nonsense, garbage, crap. All right, watch this. Anybody heard of this company called Amazon? Put your hand up if you heard of Amazon. And if you haven't heard of Amazon, we got to escort you out to work because you got issues. Now, now check this out. Okay, on that on your piece of paper at the at the top left, I want you to put Amazon above above square number one. Okay, just put Amazon. Now, when Amazon first came out, notice everybody said. They shopped on Amazon, they knew what Amazon But then at some point, you didn't know what Amazon was, right? You had to learn what Amazon was. So in, in the first box where it says number one, put learn what is Amazon. Okay. And we're going to go through this kind of quick so I can make sure I want to get all this in for you guys. Learn what Amazon is. Then after we learned what Amazon was, didn't we have to set up an account? Right? So in square number two, set up an account. If at any point I say something that's too complicated, I want you to jump up out your seat and say, damn it, JR, that's too complicated. <laughs> All right? All right, so set up an account, right? The next thing that we did is we searched and shot for products that we might want to buy on Amazon, right? After we do that, don't we read the reviews, uh, compare to other products, and look at prices, right? That's uh, number four. Then number five is we purchase the product, okay? And I also have down here, and we protect ourselves. I'll talk about that in a second. And then after we purchase the product, don't we get an email that gives us a tracking number to track? So basically, we're monitoring and tracking our purchase, right? So that's, this, that's number six. Everybody with me? Please raise your hand if you took a course on how to shop on Amazon and buy stuff. Now one person. How did, how did, how did y'all learn how to shop on Amazon then? It's kind of just figured it out, right? And then didn't they condition us to go straight through those six steps? They conditioned us to go through those steps and be consumers. It's okay, right? It's, you know, we buy what we want to buy, all right? Now, on the other side of that piece of paper, I want you to put stock market. 
and watch the magic begin. Y'all ready? So the first thing is, we gotta learn what a stock is and what the stock market is, okay? So what is a stock? All a stock is a slice or a piece of ownership in a company, all right? And they call that slice of the pie a share. You're sharing in that pie or you're sharing in ownership in that company. Y'all with me? Now, why would, why would a company do that? Why would they sell pieces? Well, you know, if you take Apple, because I was mentioned earlier, when those guys started off, Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and there were two other guys most people have never heard of, they were in their garage, they using their own money, their own time, then they probably started using their family, asking family for money, then they maybe got a bank loan, but at some point they needed some big money. I'm talking about like 100 million. Don't quote me on the figure, but they need some big money. So they say, let's go from being private to being public. Let's slice our company up into say, 100 million pieces and sell them for a dollar each to raise that 100 million that we need. But then when we do that, anybody who buys it, they're owners in the company. That means that we have to report to them, right? We gotta give them every quarter like a report card on what we're doing. Does that make sense? Nothing complicated about that. So that's all, that's all the stock is, is a slice of ownership in a company. Okay, now since we use Apple, let's use this example. And tell me, am I telling the truth for all you Apple lovers? Who are the Apple lovers? Put your hands up. Uh, Apple heads. Nah, I ain't got nothing on Android. But tell me if I'm telling the truth. If Apple put out a notice right now that they're going to skip to the iPhone 15 in an hour, it's going to be available in stores. Wouldn't there be lines around the block? Am I telling the truth? So I want you to ask yourself, who feels better? All right, we got two friends. We're going in the store. All right, we're all excited. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get that iPhone 15. So as we get closer and closer, I own shares of Apple. My friend is just a consumer. We're both excited going in there, right? He goes in as consumer. He gets his thing. I go in as a consumer and an owner. Who do you think feels better? Who walks a little straighter? I might even go in there and put a name badge on and start helping people sell stuff like, you know, you know. I, so, and check this out. Like, let's say we were having a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a networking event, one of those speed networking events, right? And so, what's your name? Tasha. Okay, and what's your name? Shikita. Okay, so you guys are best friends. You came to the networking event together. All right, so so we come in and I sit down in front of Tasha, right? And you say, well, JR, what do you do? Just go ahead and say that. What do you do? Um, you know, I'm, I'm one of the owners in Apple. And that's when the bell rings and we got to switch, right? You know, doggone well, as soon as I turn around, you're going to tell her, girl, he up here lying, talking about he one of the owners of Apple. And see, brothers are always lying about, but baby, if I own one share, one, I'm one of the owners. Y'all with me? How good? I'm getting a chill right now. Just, just going through it, just saying. I'm one of the owners, right? Now, don't get it twisted. You can't stomp up in California and talk about I got my one share Apple. I want to see the new designs. But if you got enough shares, oh hell to the yeah, you can. If you got enough shares, you can stomp up in there with the big dogs and they'll be showing you why? Because you own a large chunk of that company. Everybody with me? So that's all That's all the stock is, all right? So what is the stock market? All the stock market is, is a store 
where people go to buy and sell or exchange their shares of stock, right? And this is the store that we need to know about. These are the store, the stores, the store hours we need to know. Like I, I go across the country, I've spoken to thousands of people, right? I said, what time does, well first I ask, does anybody in here like to shop? And there's always somebody I love to shop, right? I said, brick and mortar, they're like, yeah. So I asked this lady, like, what time does your store open? You know what she said to me? She said, um, which location? <laughs> but she didn't stop there. Then she said, are you talking about regular hours or holiday hours? So she knew the store hours, the store brands, and the holiday hours. I said, what time does the stock market open? I don't know. And the store she was talking about, she could have bought shares, huh? Since she was in there so much. Y'all okay? So we need to know the store hours at 9.30 to 4 p.m. Those are the stores. That's when you hear about the morning bell ringing, right? And, and the closing bell, 9.30 to 4 p.m. All right. Anything complicated so far? All right. So let's go to the next one. We're going we're gonna to go right down this list. we got to set up an account. If we want to buy and sell shares of, of any company, we got to set up an account. And these accounts are called a brokerage account. And you guys have heard of these different brokerage companies, E-Trade, Scott Trade, TD Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, right? These are all uh, brokerage accounts, and all a brokerage account is a fancy name for being able to buy and sell shares of stock, okay? But you don't want to just run and open up a brokerage account because there's many different variables, and we don't have time to go into all the variables, but there's many different variables in opening account to achieve what you want to achieve, all right? I always use this analogy, suppose um, you have a, a husband and wife, and, and they have six kids, and the wife is like, we gotta get a new car. And she tells the husband, we need a new car, we got all these kids, all he heard was car. So he runs out, and he comes back with a candy apple red convertible two-seater Corvette. How happy ladies are y'all gonna be with your six kids? So I, I use this analogy because I say, some people, they just hear brokerage, oh, I'm gonna run out, open, okay. He said, open a brokerage account. No, you gotta really know what type of brokerage account you, you wanna open because there's many different variables and fees and all this other stuff. But I'm giving you guys a, like a global view right now, okay? So now, we know what stock is, we know what the market is, we set up an account. So the next thing is, we're gonna search and shop for stocks that we want. We're following the same pattern as Amazon, all right? So how might we find out about some of the stocks that we want to potentially purchase? Maybe the news, watching the news, you might hear something of interest. Word of mouth, somebody always got, you know, a buddy of mine, uh, however many years ago when Tesla first came out, he was the one who told me about Tesla. I never heard of no Tesla. He said, man, they got some kind of electric car coming out. He also was the first one who told me about the iPhone. And he was the first one who told me about, uh, he was one of the first people I knew who had like a desktop Mac Classic. Y'all remember the Mac Classic too? When they so he told me about a bunch of stuff that I made a lot of money off of just by him telling me about it, right? And checking it out. Word of mouth. But guess, guess what? You know how you go on Amazon and you can do a search, right? Wonder if you could do that same thing with the stock market. Like, suppose I went on Amazon and I put out one in some shoes. Would millions of shoes come back? But what if I said I want some basketball shoes, size 12, under $200 that are black? Wouldn't it narrow it down like a funnel, right? 
So we can do the same thing when we're searching for stocks. We call them stock screeners. Um, but you got to know the formula to put in there for what you're looking for. All right. Now, let me just let me manage expectations. Nobody's going to walk out of here and say, I'm going to be I know how to be a stock flipper now. I know how to be uh, a stock investor just from this. I'm giving you a broad overview. OK, everybody with me? And then if you want to continue afterwards, we have a little something-something for you. We got a little something-something for you. <laughs> Be careful when somebody goes... <laughs> but, but I'm the good kind, all right? Oh, okay. So, so, um, so we search and we shop for stocks. Then the next thing we do, when we get to this stock, just like when you get to whatever you're looking for on Amazon, don't you read the reviews, compare it, Right? And check the prices. It's no different. It's no different. What you have, where, where do we get these reviews? How do we read these reviews and stuff? Well, each company, they have to put out a quarterly report called an earnings report. So we can look at that and it'll tell us how well or how bad the company's doing. It's like a report card on the company. Um, they have these guys who are analysts and different companies and they put out, you know, we think you should buy, we think you should hold, we think you should sell. That's another way. They have special social media sites that most people have never even heard of. Just like Facebook, they got sites that just focus on the stock market. And people are talking about what they're buying and what they're selling, okay? Uh, you can look at the news, um, you can use a screener. There's a lot of different ways to find information about stocks. Just like there's a lot of different information to find out about an Apple iPhone. Let's say if you were looking at that. Are you right with me? So then let's go to number five. All right. Purchase stock. Now you found the stock that you want. You read the reviews. You like it, right? So you say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and purchase it. Okay. But notice it says purchase and protect. Okay. So let me share something with you. Let's say, remember that a share is just a, a slice of pie. So let's say that we got a share for one dollar. All right, it could be five dollars. Uh, stocks come in all different shapes and sizes. A dollar up to thousands of dollars per slice. All right, so we purchase that slice. It's our slice, right? Could we sell that slice if we wanted to? Right. So let's say that we got this slice of pie for one dollar, and I come in here. And I'm starving like I am right now. And you got that slice of pie. And I'm like, dang, that pie looks good. Would you like to sell it? Now you bought it for $1. How much you gonna sell it to me for? Huh? Okay, give me a price. Give me a price, come on. Okay, she said three. Okay, so now I bought that slice. How much did you just make? She made $2. Right? She bought it low and sold it high to me. Um, now, let's use a, now she's the only person in here with pie, but let's say I come in here and everybody got a slice of pie. So I go to you and say, how much you selling for? And you say, three, nah. I'm coming here, two, mm -mm. and I keep going, I keep going. Now it's going down and down and down. Now it's back at $1, right? Now she's thinking, I just want to get rid of my slice of pie. Right, and I say, I give you seventy-five cents. She said, I'll take it because I just want. So you lost how much? Twenty-five cents. That's how the market works. 
If we stop right now, you already know more than 90% of the people on the planet because most people don't know what the stock is. The stock exchange, what time it opens. They don't know nothing about what the definition of an investor is, how a company becomes uh, a, uh, a stock. All right, now check this out. We said purchase and protect, right? So let's say that we purchase this stock and let's say, let's say in this example, we purchase it for $10. And we're an investor, an investor mind mode, which means we want the stock to do what? Go up, okay? But let's say we don't know if it's going to go up, right? We think it's going to go up, but we don't know for sure. Let's, let's use a, a, a house example. Suppose we bought a house for like 200000 And we want it to go up in value over years. But wouldn't it be nice... If we got that house for 200000 and we said, you know, if this house goes down to 195000 automatically sell it and get us out of here. Because we don't want it if it goes lower than that. But there's no button like that for a house, or a car, or furniture, or jewelry. But it does exist in the stock market. We can put something in called a stock. And the stop says, if this thing goes below a certain amount or hits it, stop it and get me out of this thing. That's how we protect ourselves. We purchase and protect. All right. And we could be sitting on the beach and our and our, our stop is working for us. It's like a guard walking around 24-7 with his rifle. If this thing goes down, get me out of this thing. It's automated. Likewise, we could put something up here that says, hey, but hits this target. Cash that baby out. All right? And let me go ahead and get those profits. So I created my own language for the stock market. If you go up on Wall Street and say what I'm about to tell you, they're not going to get them out of here. But I call this pliers. Everybody knows what pliers are? So when we trade stocks, we slap pliers around it. So we know that thing is stuck in between. If it comes down here, we're protected. But if it goes up here and hits our target, it'll cash us out. All right? So it's a little technique I call the pliers technique. And I got a whole language that I created around teaching the stock market. Everybody okay? All right. So then let's go to number six. Monitor and track your stock. All right? So all this means is basically taking out your laptop, your tablet, your smartphone, open up an app or your software and looking at what your stock is doing, right? How hard is that? Not very hard, but what I will say is it's very addictive because when you really start getting into this, it's like your mind opens up, you start thinking different, like you go into places different. Like anybody in here eat Chipotle? Right? So where I live, they have this, this Chipotle lines always out the door. So I'm in line one day. Every single person in that line was doing one thing. What was the one thing they were doing? Had their phone. So I'm like, what is everybody doing on that phone? Like, what are they really doing? So I'm walking past people, pretending like I'm gonna go see what's in the, you know, up on the menu up there. Like I don't know, but I want to see what are people at, at Facebook, Instagram, texting, email, all this. I was the only person in that line who pulled out my phone, did an analysis of, of Chipotle while I was standing there, and decided right on the spot whether I wanted to buy it or not. Who had the power? See, everywhere I go, I can go in any of these stores, find out if they're publicly traded, what they trade for, I can go right, just like I can go on Amazon, I can go right through these six steps and decide whether I want to become an owner in them. 
And then I have to decide, uh, am I flipping or am I trading the stock? Right? Uh, I'm sorry, am I investing or am I, or am I flipping and trading? Right? And it's two totally different strategies. For example, when you're investing, you want to know what does the company do and you know, uh, what are their earnings and stuff like that. But when I'm flipping a stock, uh, where are my nurses at? Now check this out, watch this. Tell me, am I telling the truth, okay? When I am flipping a stock, 99.9% .9 of the time, I have absolutely no idea what that company does. I don't care. I'm looking for certain rhythms and certain patterns where there's volatility where I can get in and out. Okay, so check this out. So now I want you to, I want you to verify if I'm telling the truth. My nurses, where are my nurses? One, two, three. Okay, so there's something called uh, flatline, yeah. right? Yeah. If the patient flatlines, what are they? They're dead, right? <laughs> right? So let's say you bought a stock and it's flatline. You bought it at $10 a month later, a day later, whatever, it's still at 10. You can't make no money. You need that stock to move. Now, the opposite of flatlining with a patient is something called VTAC. Come on, do I have that? Come on with it now. Now that's where this thing is going like this, right? But you don't want you don't want that in the patient because it's too much, right? But in the stock market, baby, oh yeah, because we can have that stock at ten, that thing shoot up to twenty, come back down. But if we know what we're doing, we can get in at ten, get out in twenty, right? And we can do it quickly. Y'all with me? Two totally. So when I'm flipping stocks, I don't care what the, what the stock does and. All this, that, and the other, right? And ultimately, even if, whether you're investing or you're trading, the chart will always tell you the truth. Let me give you another medical uh, uh, healthcare example. Elderly couple comes into the ER. The wife says about her husband, something's wrong with him, something's wrong, he's just not acting right. And he, the words out of his mouth are, I'm okay, I'm all right. They slap an EKG on him, he's having a heart attack. As the words come out of his mouth, I'm okay. So when you learn how to read the stock chart and the stock patterns, that always tells you the truth. Yeah, but JR, the news said blah, 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 right? And I had one uh, member say, JR, the news, this was years ago, the news on Tesla just came out and it's gonna go through the roof. And as soon as Tesla opened up, it dropped $8, boom, right out the gate. And then I don't understand, I don't understand. I can't figure it out either. But I know how to read that, that, that chart. I know how to take advantage of it. Does that make sense to everybody? So these are some of the things that um, when you're learning the market and you go through this, you have fun with it shopping just like you do over here. Okay, everybody with me? Now I wanna show you guys, uh, before I wrap this up, I wanna show you uh, an actual Actually, isn't it interesting, the number one thing that people want, they say is money, but it's not. It's freedom, right? The money gets them to the freedom. If, you, if, if they said oranges would get you to freedom, maybe I want oranges, right? But check this out. So they want freedom to do what they want, when they want, how they want, with whom they want. But what's the number one thing that controls your freedom? Your job. But check this out. I did a search. Percentage of people who hate their job, percentage of people who hate, not just like hate, 
85%, and then you got all these reasons over here, you know, no passion for the job, not making enough money. We all know the reasons, right? So, um, I just thought that was interesting, but I want to show you guys something here. All right. I want to actually show you a real stock flip, okay? So, we understand investing, we're looking to buy low and sell high. That's a pretty simple concept, all right? Now, I want to show you guys where... Uh, I use this pliers technique, okay? You guys see this is a, a car dashboard, right? Now, why am I showing that? I'm showing you that because if you went out right now, especially at night, and you turned your car on, would a, wouldn't a bunch of flashing lights come off your dashboard? But raise your hand if you ever turned your car on and those flashing lights came at you. You're like, ooh, that's just too much. I can't drive. Does anybody do that? No. The reason I'm showing you this is because I'm going to show you my dashboard. It's going to be a lot of flashing lights. But it's interesting that people say, oh, oh, God, that's too much. And then they'll go get in their car with all the flashing lights. And the difference is their car is usually has a car note that their dashboard is attached to. But my dashboard might be able to help you pay that car note. But people say, oh, no, no, that's too much. Does that make sense? Doesn't make sense. All right, so hopefully... I can Okay, so you guys can see this. So let me give you a real quick lesson, and then we're going to wrap this up in like seven minutes. All right. So there's a little, there's a red line here and a green line. They just call those candlesticks because they look like candles. All right. So uh, red means the stock is going down. Green means the stock is going up. Red means what? Down, green, up. Okay. Then over here, I'm not going to go over all this stuff on the dashboard. Then over here, we got something that's called PL. All it stands is for profit loss. It's just going to tell you are you making money or are you losing money. It's that simple, okay? And right here, and you might not be able to see too well, there's a little sliver of dark blue. That's when the market first opens up at what time? 9.30. So what I did was I had to stop, and I had been following the chart patterns from previous days, and and. Trading in the stock market and flipping in the stock market is a lot like driving your car. Like it'll give you signals. If we went out here and we're driving and we have a convertible and we see clouds, might we put our top up? But does that mean it's absolutely going to rain? No. But you start to learn to read these signals. Okay, so you're going to see the flyers technique apply if I can get this to play. All right. So you probably can't see where these little red lines are. But this thing comes out the gate. It's shooting up. I'm like, I don't have to do anything. It's doing what I want it to do. So as it's going up, I'm like, cool. It's kind of like on uh, autopilot. But down here, I have my protection, which is called a what? A stop. So as long as it goes up, I'm okay. So this thing is shooting up. It's showing me I'm at $300, it's very because it's a very volatile stock. It's like that VTAC. It's out the gate, you know, but this is just shooting straight up. And I'm like, beautiful, keep going, keep going, right? And then eventually, bam, hit that line, because I had a line up there. And when it hit it, so in this example, that was $500 in 47 seconds. How many people think I do this every single day? You got one, two, three, four, okay. The answer is yes and no. I look for the opportunity every day, but it doesn't always turn out like that. 
And anybody who tells you they got a system where you ain't never gonna lose no money, they're lying. And look them in the face and just say, lying ass. And then walk, and walk away. Y'all told me you wanna be uncut, so I'm gonna give you uncut. All right, so, so I wanna show you, uh, this is actually one that's really interesting. I've never duplicated this. If I hadn't recorded this, I wouldn't believe it. But this happened in four seconds. Now the first one, it went up and I made money, but traders can make money when the stock goes up and down, right? So let's see if I can get this one to play. And right out the gate, this thing just plummets straight down and in four seconds, $500, right out the gate. And again, that doesn't happen every day. Let me show you what happens, okay? What happens is you control your losses by the pliers, how wide you make them or how close you make them. You control your risk. So let's say on Monday, you make 500. In this example, Tuesday, 500. Wednesday, you lose 200. All right, 500, 500 is 1,000. Now, do you risk your whole 1,000 on Wednesday? No, so I risk 200. All right, I lost, and now I'm at 800, and let's say that I don't do any flips on Thursday or Friday, so the profit for the week is 800 bucks. Anybody with me? You are going to lose at some point, but you control those losses. All right, but forget the 500. What if a person just made an extra 125 a week from their laptop flipping? That's an extra 500 a month. These aren't guarantees. Notice at the bottom, so this is not a promise or guarantees. I'm just showing you possibilities. Okay, extra two fifty a week, or five hundred a week, or thousand, or two thousand, or three thousand. You know, whatever. You know, people ask me, well, what, what can I make? <laughs> the possibilities are, are endless, right? Um, so, I just wanted to kind of share with you guys some examples of what a stock looks like. So now we know investing is when you buy a stock low with the intention to sell it, and you hold it for at least a year. A year all right, and trading. You're buying and selling a stock in less than a year. And you can do it, as you saw, it could be in seconds, right? Or it could be, you know, you can hold it for a few weeks or a few months. Everybody with me? So what I want your takeaway point to be is that, number one, do you just want to be a consumer? We're here Black Friday, we got Cyber Monday coming up, and we know that black folks are the biggest consumers on the planet. And we'll go right on Amazon and go straight through those six steps. But then say the stock market is it's, it's too complicated. It's too complicated for me. And not get ownership in these companies. We'll pay the 300 for Nike, but won't own no Nike. Is there something wrong with that? Yeah. Seriously. There's, there's something wrong with that, right? But if we take the time to invest in ourselves and learn how to do this, and this is just a surface, there's more stuff to this, right? But I want to, you know, again, with the young lady who gave the presentation, was that, no, I was maybe she left. But she asked that question, like, what do you do better than anybody else? I teach that stock market better than anybody on this planet. I'll put it up, my, my skills against anybody, because I think different. I use analogies to teach people. Does that make sense? So with that said, here's what I like to do. Real quick. So if you guys don't mind just passing these around. Okay, this is a sheet. two programs and I developed these from scratch 
right? So what I did was I took all my 20 years of learning all this, I was about to say crap, and learning how this stuff works. But I'm obsessed with it. I love doing it because I haven't found anything that gives you the opportunity and the potential. Did I say guarantee? No. I said the opportunity. See, with people who are wealthy and, and who are financially free, we're constantly looking for opportunities we can take advantage of. And then we want to learn how to, to mitigate the risk, limit the risk, and maximize the reward. Does that make sense? Okay, so we're going to go through this uh, kind of quickly. On the left-hand side, we got the whole debt stock membership, and that focuses on um, investing, all right? And that's where we're gonna, you're going to learn in more detail what is a stock, how does the market work, how to open an account, how to find stocks, how to analyze stock, how to buy and sell stocks to protect yourself, and how to monitor stocks. Everything we just went over here in more detail. Then we're going to give you access to, anybody in here familiar with Trello, Trello boards? Yes. One person. See, this is the type of stuff, like, when you come out to, 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 to seminars and things like this, you learn about this. Man, Trello is used by, like, 10 to 20 million people. And it's an online board where you can put articles and video clips and things like that. So we get, we have a private Trello board that we're going to give people access to with uh, all our notes and things like that, stocks we're looking at, discussions that we have. It's like a community board for us. But one of the funnest things that we include in our membership is something we call dinner conversations. Every uh, Monday night, I should say most Monday nights, you know, we'll have a Monday off here or there. But most Monday nights at 8.30, we have people tune in from all over the country and we have a stock market party. This is where people come and we're throwing stocks on the table. There's like 10,000 stocks out there, right? So I can't possibly know them all, nor do I want to. What happens is people come to the table, they call in, they start throwing stocks on the table, ideas on the table, why they're looking at this stock, and things like that. And so it helps us as a community have this stock party and decide what we want to buy and sell. Then we're getting ready to launch a new platform before the year's over where we're going to have our own social media site. Did I say Facebook? No, I said we're going to have our own social media site where now 24-7 you can go on there and post stocks you're looking at, ideas, videos, pictures, and whatever. Just like on Facebook, except it's only for the stock market. Anybody with me? Then anybody who's interested, they're going to get an online copy of my award-winning book, How I Quit My $100,000 a Year Job. And then I know my people, all right? Y'all got to have something, right? So anybody who is interested in taking advantage of this offer, we're going to throw in a Kindle Fire HD8 tablet. Now, why are we doing that? Because on that, you can watch videos, you can play games, but you can also look up the stock market, download apps to buy and sell stocks with. Okay? So for those who are interested in that, all right, let me tell you, with, uh, there's, there's some blank, some fill in the blanks here. So it's a regular price. Regular price, right in $9.97. Next to save, put in $300. And your price today is $6.97. All right? That's for everything under there and including the Kindle Fire. Y'all with me? Okay. There's a code that you have to use in order to get this discount, and that code is CYBER, capital C-Y-B-E-R, and it's case-sensitive. Okay. All right, let's, let's go to the next one real quick, and then we're going to wrap this up in less than five minutes. 
That's for people who are interested in holding stocks and learning how to just get started investing. And I'm going to tell you, just get in the game, man. Just get in the game. You're at a severe disadvantage if you ain't in the game. Seriously. A CNBC uh, article came out and it said the stock market is America's great wealth equalizer. To the stock market is America's great wealth equalizer. Just think about that. All right, now for those who are like, man, I like what you did with that flipping, man. I want to kind of learn how to do that flipping thing, right? That's on the other side. And so on that, we have video modules that we're going to teach you, you know, step by step. We specialize in teaching beginners. If you've been in the market 15 years, we don't want you. We don't need you. And if, quite frankly, if your system was working, you wouldn't be coming to us, right? So we specialize in beginners. So we're going to teach you how does the stock market work, how to open a special account to flip stocks and practice and then go live. We're going to show you um, how to get special software to flip stocks, how to find and analyze stocks to flip, how to access a stock calculator, um, and then our six-step system to flipping stocks. Interestingly enough, remember I told you guys I went to that, that seminar 20 years ago and the guy was up there teaching? He said two, two groups of people that do really well in the stock market are nurses and pilots. And the reason is because we're taught to read the monitors, right? We listen to what a patient says, but we, the patient can say, I feel fine, you take a blood pressure and the blood pressure's through the roof. So I thought that was real interesting. I found that to be true. But anybody can learn this. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. Okay, also with the best stock, every Tuesday from 8, I'm sorry, from 9.35 Eastern Standard to 10.30, just one hour. We don't sit in front of a computer doing this all day. One hour or less, uh, we go online and I have a live Q&A and a live demonstration. I go into a demo account and you can ask me any questions you want. Jam, did you show me how to put those pliers on again? Did you show me how to do this? And I can do it over and over and over and over again in your demo account and you can see how that works, okay? Then on Fridays, we have something called Profit Friday. And on Profit Friday, that's where it's kind of like a return demo. Now you guys get in the seat, I pretend like I'm new and you tell me what to do. Why? Because if you just sit and watch me do it, I know how to do this in my sleep. I want you to know how to do it and be independent thinkers and know how to do this, right? So when you can do it back and tell me what to do, boom, you got it. So we're teaching people to be independent, not dependent. Does that make sense? Think of the word follower. You're always a step two, five, or ten behind. And trust me, you're not going to be able to keep up with me flipping the stock trying to follow me. It's not going to work. But I can teach you how to think like a flipper so you can do it. Everybody with me? We got a social media site coming out also on that as well. You get my award-winning book included in this package. And, because I know y'all got to have something, you know, you got to have electronic. So in this package, we're going to give you a Kindle Fire HD10, which is like the big screen one. All right? That's going to include, that's our Cyber Monday, Black, uh, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday special. All right? So let's get into some pricing on this. All right? Oh, and in this package, you get the hold that stock membership as well. So you can either get the hold that stock membership, flip that stock membership as a bonus, includes everything. Everybody with me? Okay, so the regular price, put $29.97. One lady said at the seminar, she said, oh my God, $29. And I said, no, 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 no. Don't put no, dec don't put no decimal points in my price, right? That's $2,997, all right? Um, you're going to save, put a hundred, I mean a thousand dollars. So we'll make that price $19.97 today. Everybody with me? And 
Um, so we got six ninety seven for hold that stock, nineteen ninety seven for flip that stock that includes all this. And I want to wrap up with this. Huh? What was it? Oh, the code. I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all on it. Okay. So the code is black. B-L-A-C-K. And it's case sensitive, capital B. I want to show you guys this. This, this is really interesting because this, this blew my mind. So I have a friend go through all of this stuff. And she called me up. I've known her 20 years. And she said, I got to get my money working for me. I want one of them flip that stock packages and blah, 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 right? So what happened was I told her the price. I said, 1997, and she did one of these. Uh, ooh, ah. And then she went on Facebook and posted this. Front row seats to Jay-Z and Beyonce, $2,562. See, see the kind of thinking we get? Jay-Z and Beyonce worth over a billion. One of Jay-Z's best friends is Warren Buffett. But we've given them this for front row seat tickets and then say, ah, ah, ah. See? So I just want to share that with you. Also here, we could go in Best Buy. We're going to see a TV for $19.99, right? We'll invest in that, right? Even if we go to college, I looked that up. Private college, 35000 in-state college, 10000 And guess what? And I'll leave on, end on this note. I went to Hampton University. I never took a course in accounting, business, or finance. But guess who they called to come teach the stock market? Guess who just called me to come teach the stock market at Morgan State? And the list is growing and growing. So we got a little something-something going on. So if you're interested in those... Um, there's a website on, on the piece of paper at the bottom, holdthatstock.com and flipthatstock.com. Those are the websites you go to. I'm going to be here all day. We also have a booth upstairs, so if you have some questions. But here's what you got to ascertain, and then I'm done. You see where it says um, at the bottom, number one? It says one, two, or three? All right. One means you're ready to go. You've heard what you want to hear. You're like, I want in. I want to get in this thing. Two means you have some questions, all right? But if you get your questions answered, you'll be ready to go. And three means not yet, not yet, okay? So for those who are number ones, you can meet me in the back here. We'll get you straight. Number twos, we'll get your questions answered. And threes, okay. All right, y'all all right? All right, so quick question. Do I have time for questions or are we? One question, just one question. We're already running behind, real quick. Your exam, mm -hmm. you probably made your money. Right. Are you pulling that out from the side? Yeah, it automatically, when you make a profit and it cashes you out, it automatically dumps that amount into your account immediately. Mm -hmm. Like there's no delay. So you can get the decision later on how much you want to put back in the box. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Everybody good? All right. For time's sake, I don't want to take any more of the time, but that's all I got for you guys. All right. Thank you very much. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo. 
When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Uh, black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.